to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight UK, episodes 9 through to 12. Now, Chris, I am still loving this series, I do have to say. And before we get into it, I just want to point out, because people outside the UK, not not able to watch this uh, series live, but it is all there on YouTube, Chris. So I, I'll tweet out, but I did put in our Discord group. Uh, there's a site, I think it's called Aussie TV Reviews or something like that. And uh, they're sticking each of the episodes on there. Now, you can't watch it from within the UK, but we can watch the Channel 4 version anyway. So uh, everywhere else, it seems you can get that. Now, Chris... Where do you want to start with this lot? (laughs) Well, I've got a little bit of tea, Dave, and I think you've probably seen the same. So we've got the new couple, Ant and Alexis, and I want to talk about them. However, videos have unearthed, Dave, of Ant on a show with Jimmy Carr and the girl who's actually the presenter of Ready to Mingle, Catherine, the... I think she's Canadian or whatever she is. She's the presenter ready to me, which means coincidentally, I'll be honest with you, he's absolute hot garbage, Dave. It's just actually, it's just, oh, it's, it's good. he's gone right off the so boil. gambled out. correctly there. <laughs> correctly, yeah. It's not good. It's a bachelor ripoff and it just doesn't hit any height at all. That I've, I've watched it and it's just pretty crap. But anyway, Ant's on this show with Jimmy Carr. You go on with your girlfriend, your ex comes in, sits between you. He's got a bit of an Ivan... Drago, he's got the flat top days looking good, you know, and he sat there with this really pretty girl. And he's just a wannabe. It's from three years ago. On the same episode is Nikita, Dave. She's going through a real, she's the, the piggy in the middle of another relationship. Then she comes back on the year later. And, you know, we've had stuff again this week with Morag as well. It's This is all wannabes wanting, wanting to be something on TV. And I, I'm, questioning anybody on this show however i fucking love this show dave so much it's so good <laughs> oh, i would be surprised if anyone was here for the the actual experiment maybe luke you know maybe yeah. uh maybe he's gone on in there genuinely but they're all wannabes, Chris. This is Bachelor. This is Love Island. You know, the 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 fact that it's getting married. You know, in those earlier seasons that I was telling you about, it was a legal marriage, whereas this one yeah. isn't. So it's just got all a bit showbiz, all a bit fake. But I still love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> and I thought I hadn't actually seen that video, but what I'd seen was uh, Jordan. You know, had apparently split up with his uh, girlfriend of 11 years just before he went on to Married at First Sight. And guess what, Chris? She doesn't have blonde hair, blue eyes and tan. She's got dark hair. So I don't know what Jordan was on. I think he just, I think he specified his fantasy shag. What what was that? um, Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to talk about Helga <laughs> there. <laughs> Let's not talk about Helga, Dave. Yeah, yeah, we, we won't talk about Helga. Um, so, <laughs> you fucking, so you absolutely just, just wanted. 
I think he just wanted only a, friends would do it. Go on. a bit of a fantasy shag. Um, but yeah, just all very weird. But apparently the rumours are, Chris, that he's back with her now. So again, shocker. He's he's <laughs> was completely fake as well. He's done a grand crap, Dave. I've just seen a fucking bus you threw me under. Just fly past my window and I live on the cul-de-sac. <laughs> no. But anyway, that is fucking brilliant. I just realised the podcast we were on and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to explore that one. So, <laughs> Oh, no. Right. Anyway, so... <laughs> fucking dick. That's so good. Right. Anyway, let's move swiftly on, Dave. No, so Ant and Alexis, it's bullshit. I mean, we've gone all week. And Ant hasn't even kissed her. I think Alexis is the prettiest girl out of all of them, Dave. I think she's the most natural looking. She's got great looking eyes. We were talking about it tonight when we were watching it. Everyone was in agreement. It's like there is somebody, he's just a wannabe. He he comes across as a nice guy. I think she's all in. And I'm going to go back to her, Dave. But I think that relationship is bullshit. And he's just like, he's giving up for the TV. Megan, the more I watch Megan, Dave, I, I... Cannot take to that girl at all. Oh, she is horrible, Chris. I, th- I think we said it last week that, you know, after all the drama, the whole thing with Jordan and Bob was so pissed off, but we read it. We said, well, you know, she'll put on the waterworks. She'll claim that like, oh, no, you know, I've saw the light and uh, we'll make a go of it. But honestly, everything that comes out of her mouth, Chris, is just horrid. And the fact that these all are fake wannabes, I think their the personalities still shine through. And she is, yeah, I, I can't, can't keep using the word horrible, but I, I, I just think that's what she is. Everything she says is about her. And obviously, in this latest episode, she's going on, and Alexis is still upset. You know, because new information about how this all unfolded came out with with her and Jordan, and then she's like, "It was your idea." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I told you, go off and fucking go and snog Jordan. I, I was just like, "Fucking you, gaslighting." See you next Tuesday. Yeah, big time. And and when Alexis is having a punch, she's got a temper on her. You know what I mean? She's got a bit of a fiery side to her and she knows what she's doing she's like mm, really i'm thinking oh fuck me you know I, I was waiting for alexis to throw a drink over or something dave because she megan for me i'm not saying bob isn't too much because it's been alluded to this week like i said this when we was on bbc birch with michelle i said to her, i said look we're not seeing 24 hours a day if he's mr giddy and i, I quoted you dave i said david said he'd have all the sweets and the e numbers which is it's a great, great quote that day. But he <laughs> has, he may be that he's absolutely giddy all day. And then you might get this half hour of reflection where you get the real Bob. I don't know. We, we, we can only go off what we're seeing on this edited show. But her whole level of entitlement, lack of self-awareness, that she's playing the victim. She, she's sort of justifying cheating by saying, well, it's brought us together. You know, sometimes these things have to happen. I'm thinking... You're going to do this to Bob on a continual basis until you find your dream guy. I'm not saying she's going to cheat forever, but I just don't like it. I mean, she's perfect baddie fodder, Dave. I mean, Jordan was a bad guy. I didn't like him. Obviously, Megan's still there. She's doing it. And it is what it is. But I do think Alexis had such a good point about that. It's just that, unfortunately, Alexis goes from zero to 
100 because she's she's right what she's saying and and what I don't like is all the girls were sticking up for Megan Dave Alexis was like right that. Alexis yeah, yeah. was so right to pop at him and you've got um what she called it uh, what's Taya. she called Taya Taya sticking up for him I'm thinking yeah. Taya shut the fuck up Alexis is yeah. well within her rights to blow we'd all do the same thing we're all allowed to let off a bit of steam and say well actually Use of sticking up for her, her bad behaviour. In the context of the show, it is terrible. She's cheating. That's it. They had a conversation. It was all sorted out. And then Megan, for some reason, it just went again because all stuff was coming out that Megan had not told Alexis in this conversation. If she told her, there would have been no reaction. And I think Alexis, for me, Dave, I hope she finds love. I don't think Ant's the man, but I really like her as a person. Yeah, and, and what fucks me off, Chris, is like Megan's like, I have apologised and apologised and apologised. Yeah. But one thing you can't, some things you just can't come back from. You know, other, other times you just have to say, look, yeah, it was shit. I, I've got nothing to say, you know, but she's trying to justify it. And it's like, well, no, I haven't really seen you apologise that much. Uh, it's just... Again, I, I can't imagine just the way she is. I'm not having that it's on the editing room floor that, you know, oh, she's made all these unreserved apologies about it before. She's literally saying it was it was Alexis's idea and trying to turn it all around on her. So, yeah, I, I didn't like the way uh, everyone seemed to gang up behind Megan. I was like, read the fucking room. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm with it, you. Yeah, I, I just, you know what, fucking Megan's, uh, perfect bloke is probably Carl fucking Pilkington. She's that fucking miserable, uh, yeah. just not as funny. <laughs> and I just think Bob is a fucking mug. I've gone from feeling quite sorry for him to, yeah, you must be a fucking absolute mug because you're just being walked all over and you're still like defending her virtue in front of everyone else. You know, you're like, oh, I don't like it when they, they say bad things about her. And it's like, Bob, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, and and when you look back, you're thinking, how dare a brother be so arsy? He's another wannabe who's on single town. And, Absolutely. And you, know, and you know what, Dave? I've quoted this, not on this podcast, but it reminds me of that Monty Python sketch. Bloke goes to the doctors with his missus. The bloke's there, looks like a geek. His missus is, is like this stunning sort of glamour model, blonde woman. Doctor takes a look at her, says, I need to have an examination. He's in the other room doing more than examining her while the guy's outside. And then the massive fist or the big weight falls on the guy as if to say, you're a pushover, mate. And it's a comedy sketch. They've done loads of times of Monty Python. That's Bob. She will yeah. do that forever in a day. And I don't, I mean, he gets really upset. He's all in on her. And I'm with you now. It's gone past the point of, look, someone needs to come in and get that bloody cane with the hook and just hook him and pull him out one of his friends or somebody i mean this is obviously already pre-done and stuff but yeah i'm i'm <laughs> go on, go on. I, I, it'll be literally at the end of it she's gonna dump his ass and he'll be yes. like i just didn't see it coming yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i thought it was true love but yeah. uh, <laughs> what about though dave and, and i've asked loads of people is people i'm watching i know we've talked about him Everyone's saying the same thing. Two things about, I want to talk about Frankie, Dave. He's never 47. If he's five years older than me, then I'm going to look fucking terrible in five years. He's about fucking mid-50s, if anything. <laughs> and also, what is going on with him? There's just something off of this guy. Mm, 
I, I don't know. You know what? I'll tell you what, Chris. He's, he talks exactly like a mate of mine uh, from years ago. Like He was from Stockport. I, if I close my eyes, I literally hear him. He's just so kind of closed off, isn't he? And in that first week, or, or no, was, I think it was in the second week, wasn't it? You know, they he got quite arsy about being called out for being controlling. But I, I just don't know because I see nothing between him and Marilise. But she seems to, when questioned about it, she's like, yeah, we really get on. Um, and it's like, well, that must all happen off camera then. But um, I, I don't know. There is just something going on with him. He is so fiercely private. I don't know what he's doing on this show other than to promote his business in Dubai. And I think he's just, he's probably not up for all the stuff that makes him a good character on this show. You know, like talking about, well, are you having a sex life? Oh, it's private. Um, yeah, I, I just, there's something very strange there, but like you say, Chris, I mean, old Marilise there, she's uh, doing her interviews for 25 quid or whatever it is. She's oh, Slice of fame as well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's been on Matawi. She was on one episode about 2013. She's been on other things. They've all done the rounds. And what's great about TikTok, I mean, look, TikTok is fucking... I used to love TikTok. When it first came out, it was great. And TikTok pisses me off because everyone just does the same videos over and over. I've done a couple myself, Dave, you know, these sort of... Viral ones, everyone hey, thinks you've got. We were all at it. We were all we, doing it. Yeah, yeah, and that's not a dig at you. I was doing exactly the same thing. I've got one of my arms in a sling and I'm doing that bloody stupid dancing thing. But it, 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 what on TikTok, things get unearthed on this. If you put in married at first sight, there's all sorts of videos of the cast, Dave, and it's like, you are all fucking <laughs> wannabes. However, Dave, for me, one of the things that pissed me off so much this week, and it was on tonight's episode, the final one of this week, was Morag. So we've got Amy and we've got, what's his name, the, the lad? She's with Josh, is it? She's with Dave? Josh, yeah. Josh, yeah. yeah. They're obviously all over the place. You know, Josh, is, you can tell the eight-year uh, age gap is a problem. There's sort of, I think it's like a bit of a, there is a lust thing there, but she just seems like an absolute slapped ass at the moment. He's not doing himself any favours. They just don't seem compatible. They're not going to be together. We're 12 episodes into this. I know timeline-wise, it's probably shot over a few couple of weeks or whatever. They're not saying to them, right, today we're filming episode 12. They're just filming sequences. We've been and seen every couple Nobody said a word, Dave. So what does Morag do? Oh, God, I've got something yeah. to tell you. What is it? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I didn't want to tell you. Um, but, um, uh, and then we go for a fucking break and we're like, oh, here we go. What is it? You know, he's obviously, as he copped off with her, actually, she went, last year he DM'd me and sent me some messages on all my social media. What the fuck has that got to do with anything going on here, Dave? What has that got to do? do, you, do you, I mean, I'm not saying that I, I trust Josh at all. I think that he is a player, like you said at the start, he has literally decided to turn over a new leaf when the producers contacted his agent and said, do you fancy coming on this show? He's now a reformed character. Fair enough. We Do we believe him? No, but you know, if it's true, fair enough. However, I don't see what the problem is. She's trying to, She's all of a sudden, she's questioning his fucking integrity. I think she's held on to that, and this is a producer job. 
And they've said, just use it. We're going to use that later on. Instead of just telling her, why did she not tell Amy as well? You know what I mean, Dave? I just, I find the whole thing, it's great TV and we're going to get some proper dramas <laughs> next week. But it's just like, why have you opened your gob? Are you after the win? I, I don't understand. Because it's great TV, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but from a, from a moral point of view, I'm just like, I was Morals. literally, Morals. <laughs> I was literally sat there with me, Jack Daniels. And if it didn't have such a lovely fucking Manchester B, Jack Daniels glass, and I fucking thrown it at the wall, Dave, I was like, oh, fuck off. It's just like, what is going on? Well, I, I had the same reaction, but only because it wasn't nearly as juicy as I was hoping for. They yes. were really building this thing up, and I was like, oh, God, Josh has made a pass at her or something. Yeah, and then it's like, DM me last year. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it, it was all, it was nothing, was it? And I agree, no. there's probably a bit of manipulation in there. She chose her time to drop that. But look, I mean, Josh, he's fucking trolling Instagram, fucking sending dick pics, and he, no <laughs> doubts, he's fucking <laughs> rampant with it. She can't just, you know, uh, Amy can't just um, kind of brush all the, the history. Of, well, she either has to brush all the history aside and accept him for what he is, or she's in for a long fucking painful time. Um, because, you know, he said he's a bit of a player. He's, he's gonna, And in fucking lockdown, you know, he'd have been right at it. Now, what I did find interesting, Chris, is again, this was the second example. Megan had done it before, where we see this on Love Island, Bachelor and all of them, that, that they just give a version of the truth, Chris. I think Megan said something like, yeah, Jordan kissed me and I kissed him back. It's like, yeah, was it really? (laughs) Is that really how it happened? It it sounded like you were reacting to the situation. You were fucking right in there, but it's trying to like soften. This is what happened. Chris, Morag (laughs) would have been fucking DMing him back. He just, she she said like DMing DMing her a few times and it's like, all right, so you didn't respond then. You didn't have a bit of flirty banter or anything anything you know she you want to be an instagram model yeah and uh, you know i i i just think this is this is a way that you can create a bit of drama so you can tick the box and keep the producers satisfied this is a way you can get a bit of airtime this is also a way that you can tell everyone look i've got an instagram so if you haven't searched for me go and search for me now i think it was uh, i think it was a decent play for a shit show tv like this chris <laughs> going all in there, Dave. I, uh, I am. I am. But no. I don't. I can't. I mean, without meaning to come across unkind, but Morag thinks she is Love Island fodder, and I don't see it myself at all. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that completely. And and when you look at like, the, I mean, I've I've proper gone like on a rabbit all day finding articles on the contestants because you know me. I sniff a fucking rat with these fucking shows because straight away I know what's going. I know where that where they've been led down and how they've been told to do different things. And it's funny because Josh Dave was on one of my favorite shows and it's not been on for a while. I think they're filming it again, but a beef a weekender. And he's he's been on stuff like shipwrecked as well and things like that. And you're like, look, you're just chasing that career. Do you know what I mean? They I, I get it, but it's like you're all together it's all incestuous he's, he, the thing is 
it, it sounds stupid. They may have told Josh last year to DM. I don't even believe that he has DM'd her, but it's all for the for the show. But if he has, his agent be like, just DM this girl because I think she's going on this show and blah, blah, blah. That's how it works, Dave. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, Dave, what about Amy? Didn't know this, did you, Dave? In the UK, Spencer Matthew, 2012, one of our, well, most watched shows or listened to shows, she was on The Bachelor, Dave. Oh, really? so, yeah, the Bachelor UK. And I remember watching that one. More eggs been on Take Me Out. They've, they've, they've I mean, Marvelly, I say she they've all been on this. They're on the outskirts of making something from them. So it's it's like, you know, it, yeah. it's just it is what it is. I'm not trying to shit something because I know what it is, but I don't believe anything. You know what? I've got to say, Amy winds me up in, in some ways, just like I, I mean Josh is a young lad, isn't he? But the whole thing with like the drinks bottle, where she just fucking loses it, like fucking game and leave him, leave me alone, let me drink it out. I want to. <laughs> but uh, what bugged me more was when you know she's all like spiritual and like you know fucking karma and all this bullshit. Yeah, she's feisty as fuck. So again, just a massive hypocrite. But then she's like spraying this essence, and it's the way she talks at times. She's like, "Get rid of some of this negative energy." <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck is that voice? Yeah. <laughs> it's just very weird and kind of put on. And it's like suddenly she's like fucking transported to the sixties, smoking a spliff or something. And I, I just, I don't know. It, 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 it's something unbelievably fake about Amy that I don't quite like either. I'm not in Josh's fucking court either. You know, he, he's just a fuck boy. Just come on for his five minutes of fame. He'll be back to being a fuck boy straight after this show's finished. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, right? This is just me and you being a pair of fucking bellends. But let's go through everyone's jobs, Dave, and, and let's try and decipher what they're really doing. Okay, we haven't done this. <laughs> go on, go okay. on. So, so Adam, there is no explanation. He's an electrician. Fair enough, Dave. I don't think, I think he gets away with that because he is, we, they showed him on the VT, didn't they? Don't they seem like, well, I, right. So for me, Chris, and we will come back to the jobs, but Taya and Adam and Dan and Luke seem like the only actual couple there. Yes. And if they're faking it, they're fucking good at faking it. Yeah. So I, I, they're the only two, and I've got nothing in any of the other couples, to be honest. I'm with you. I'm completely with you. So our good friend Megan, Dave, she's a wellness coach. For me, sells Avon. What about yourself? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think you're right, because fuck me, if I'm feeling a bit shit about myself, the last person on the planet I think I'd go to is Megan. <laughs> <laughs> is horrendously negative attitude and you've met plenty of people like that in in your life haven't you i'm sure i've told you oh i might have told you in the past years ago when i was working down in london again this was this was another guy from stockport maybe it's a stockport thing although i think they're stoke aren't they yes they have this kind of weird it, it does sound a little manchester accent and uh i i remember coming this guy coming in and he, he was an architect and he comes in and i'm like oh you're right oh no dave oh i had a rough night's sleep and all my back's killing me and like just went on for like five minutes about how shit everything was and it it just it was brilliant because it just summed him up you know just looked at everything negatively 
and and it's like, look, I'm just being polite here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it just reminds me of that, and and I think that's just how Megan is. So wellness coach is the fucking worst thing uh, that she can possibly be. But yeah, Avon lady, that makes much more sense. <laughs> Next one, we've got Ant from Manchester. Dave, he's a business development. So what do you think that stands for? Uh, usually sales, business development, uh, but also possibly Avon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking he's that annoying fucker in the middle of a shopping center who's trying to sell you fucking, you know, yeah. do you want to insure your dog or do you want to, do you want to contribute to this fucking fake charity for three pound a month? You know? Yeah. Do you want to subscribe to Sky or I can get you yes. a better mobile phone contract? Yes. Something like that. Same, that's him. That's him. <laughs> so Amy is a sports journalist, Dave. That's an unusual one. Oh yeah. She mentioned that in episode one, didn't she? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what sports. It's none that I've ever watched, uh, but... I'm saying she tweets about football, Dave. That's that, that's. She probably got a really good job, to be fair, but that's that's an unusual one. That so, shouldn't be that hard to verify, though, should it? No. Um, uh, she probably... She might do boxing or something, Dave. Or she's a ring girl, I don't know. Maybe that, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've just done a quick search i can't see but uh but okay next okay next one dan daniel is sales dave yeah that makes sense yeah we'll go with that right my release pt dave can't argue with that yeah 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 love that pt um oh this is the this is one of the best ones fucking bobby 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 he is a business protection specialist dave Business protection specialist. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is that uh, he works in insurance? I was going to say, is he the guy who puts the shutters up at a shop at night? Dave? <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to be a smart ass, but yeah, probably you're right. Probably insurance or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I could, I could imagine Bob as an insurance salesman. That's true. And what about Nikita, Dave? Simply sales. Now, I'm not being funny. She's probably the best saleswoman ever because she would scare the shit out of anybody who says they just don't want to take, take my fucking money. Yeah. Just get away from me, you fucking psycho. <laughs> I've just bought a fucking double glazing for me house. I've already got it. Yeah, you're fucking having it anyway. She'd fucking yeah. she'd scare him. Obviously, we've got Frankie, a strength and conditioning coach, Dave. We did see all that. We've seen his social media and I've seen different articles. I think that he is 100% genuine. So that, that is his... I mean, is that thing. not just a PT as well? Well, I'm a, I'm a trained PT, aren't I, Dave? You know what I mean? But it, it, it's, uh, yeah, exactly, it's just PT. But, but PT. to pay the mortgage, you don't do that. No, 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 I don't. <laughs> I realise there's no money in it unless I do but go to Dubai. But a strength and conditioning coach, I'm sure that is just... That's just a personal trainer. That's that's yeah. all it is. Yeah, he's a PT. I mean, look, I've got training in boxing and everything, Dave. I've never had a booking proper boxing match in my life. I've trained it now, but it doesn't mean anything. I could get in a ring and an MMA. I've done MMA. I could get in a ring there and do it and train somebody. It doesn't mean I'm doing it right, Dave. You know what I mean? But you must be good. You must you, be good. You, you have a buffet approach to these things, don't you? Yeah, you try yeah. these things for a little bit. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I'll move on it. something else. Yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've got the qualifications. What's next for me? But anyway, <laughs> now Morags is a bullshit one. It says she's a vet, but she's a veterinary nurse, Dave. So, so she's not actually a vet, but they've called her a vet. This is on the official like 
PR stuff. That's fine. She is that. We know that's a, you know, that's a real job at the end of the day, Dave. I'm sure it's a rewarding job. Probably more rewarding than going unmarried at first sight. Uh, is it rewarding? I, I, My middle daughter, she was on about being a vet until she realised, well, quite a lot of the time you're putting down animals as well. Um, yeah, that can't be good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure people think about getting into it because they love animals and but then the grim reality of it, and and it could be one of those. I don't know how often do they put the animals down. How often, you know, have you seen that um, that program where the guy is like a specialist plastic oh, surgeon kind super of thing? Vet thing. Yeah, oh, it's good God. that, isn't it? Oh, it's awful as well, isn't it? They, they it, get it, is, it is awful. It's heart wrenching. But when you know you have a dog run over or something and you're like oh fuck you know that has had it but then you know he'll do something and then you know make this bionic dog and and then it's fucking happy as fuck like running around and stuff so it's it's really impressive that is but anyway bit of a tangent there so yeah it's proper occupation isn't it yeah it is and then we've got matt dave charity worker interesting uh Interesting. I mean, how do you actually make money from that? Mm. I know. I know when they usually have like a store manager, say like the Red Cross or whatever, they get paid. Mm. Everyone else who works there is is basically you no know, volunteer. So, fair play. Yeah, obviously, yeah. going to take that tribute band. He's been pretty much everyone in in the band bar. What's he called? And <laughs> for the fucking Mark. Deaf Society, he could fucking sing for shit though, could he? <laughs> hey, I made a career out of doing yeah, it. Well, that is true. That is true. <laughs> isn't he supposed to be howard <laughs> yeah he was jason he at sing. one point yeah well yeah yeah, yeah and, and jason he was as well jason was the best looking of the lot wasn't he? he's like in the band now so i've seen him take that twice live dave so i can't see anything oh, really? anyway yeah i like a bit I, of take I that. don't mind a bit of take that i see yeah, yeah i like some good stuff yeah, I've seen him as the four, and then I saw him when Robbie came back. And to be fair, he was at City's ground, unfortunately. But we had Jason Donovan sat right next, or stood right next to us when they were playing. Mm. He was in, the, he was actually in Guardiola's bench there, like he was the fucking manager. And everyone, he loved the attention, by the way, as they all do. But yeah, it was a good yeah. gig. That was a good gig. I, I took, oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, Dave. I took great enjoyment of going to the toilets at the council house, which is the Etihad, and weeing all over the Manchester City. Bad. It was a highlight of fucking gig. That to be fair, I took great pleasure in absolutely splash dashing that fucking thing. But anyway, that's nothing to yeah, do with this podcast. They'll still take your money. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure you're not the first, and I'm sure you're not the last. No, um, yeah, so I haven't seen take that, but I went to see Robbie Williams. I think that was at Old Trafford. Nice day. Nice. Yeah. No, it's a good gig. Really good gig. Um, that was when he was at, at his height. Really, it must yeah. have been. 2000s or something oh easy yeah because he did angels in 98 didn't he which was a great song yeah it was after after angels i think it was after his second album um but anyway bit of a digression there so have we got any more we have dave alexis is a model dave at least she's been up front about it a real one though i don't know i've never checked the instagram stuff dave but i'm presuming she's a model of sorts definitely or or is it a, a love island thing where it's like oh yeah i'm a, I'm a model uh but i also work in care <laughs> she, could be, yeah. she could be a joey tribbiani she could be a hand model dave yeah i mean there is a you know remember when he got his hand twin he could have a hand yeah, twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we've got oh, the- he was uh wasn't he 
Robert De Niro's butt double as well or something? Um, Al Pacino, Dave. Al Pacino, sorry. Oh, Al Pacino. Come wrong, wrong way around. <laughs> so yeah, no, but I mean, she is stunning, isn't she? So if she is a real model, uh, you can absolutely see it. Yeah, yeah, totally get that completely. Jordan was a PT, Dave. Not sure how busy he would be if he carries on with his attitude. He, he, he had no poker face whatsoever, did he? When no. he was annoyed, it was written all over his face. But yeah, I, I can get that, that he's a PT. He was built like a British shit house when he... Oh, yeah, yeah, proper good body on him, definitely. Uh, we've got Taya, Dave. She's an estate agent, which is pretty good. Yeah, can see that. See that? And then the last one is... Uh, no, sorry, we've got two more. We've got Lukey Boy, he's a care hall manager and a fireman. And obviously he's not a stripper, Dave, because his stripping was about as much, as good as my fucking rhythm, Dave, if I had to do something like that. Well, what do you reckon? So very good, very good little exercise. What do you reckon of Luke's bit of a, a fireman strip there? Terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. I don't know what more I was fucking sniffing, Dave, but she was absolutely just she was just ready to just rip all her clothes off at that point, wasn't she? I don't I didn't find anything. I just found it cringy as fuck, to be honest. <laughs> but it's one of those, isn't it? You know, it, it was just a bit of fun. And the fact that it brought him out of his shell because he didn't do it like he was fucking magic Mike or something. He was just doing it and like <laughs> having a bit of a joke with it. Chris, he's not got a bad body on him himself. No, you know, he, he hasn't. He looks pretty good. Uh, got no confidence whatsoever. Probably not helped by Morag. But I did think it was kind of sweet. She had all of the little notes, you know, about things she appreciates about him. I thought that was nice. Um, it was just a weird turn. <laughs> that, you know, he does a little fireman dance and then she's ready to rip his clothes off. And then the day after when they're meeting everyone, she just wants to tell everyone that they've fucked. She just wants to announce it to the world. It's like, well, ask, ask me, ask me how our sex life is going. You know, and it, it was just a, a naught to a hundred just very quickly and i was just like what is actually going on here again is she kind of like has she come to that realization that well actually if i don't get on with him um there's a limited lifetime for me just being a miserable fucker on tv i'm gonna have to make a bit of a go at this one because yeah. for me she's another one she definitely wants to use this as a platform Oh, Dave, 100%, 100%. And going on to our last one, he's Josh, and he's in insurance, Dave. So I think, you, you know what I would say? A lot of these people who have this sort of side job of like being on TV, I, 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 look, Sam was crying laughing tonight, Dave, about me when I mentioned on the podcast about my failed TV career as an extra. She's fucking <laughs> pissing herself. She's like, you fucking talking you know we were just talking in general about different people you know what I mean and it was failed it was nothing it was a an 18 month two-year experiment I enjoyed certain bits of it and I hated the fact that you just looked upon as if they stepped on your shoe by you know these supposed you know famous people actors actresses whatever the productions that I just didn't like it I just it wasn't for me because I couldn't keep my gob shut I think the way you get treated but She's pissing herself laughing, Dave. And and what a lot of the people who work on TV is, a lot of them are like painters and decorators. They have like a job where they can, so that you'll get, literally you'll get a phone call the day before and say, can you come and do this advert or can you come and audition? 
and you drop everything. And that, and there was like there's a lot of the ladies as well who were painters and decorators and things like that. All jobs where you were sort of self-employed, it's steady money. But if you needed to lose a day, you obviously I'm sure the people whose house you were decorating or whatever you were doing, they wouldn't be happy. But you could just go, I'm gone. And that and that's where they all do. So these people like him, like Anne, things like that, they've all seemed to have these business development, they all seem to have these jobs where they will get a phone call and they'll be auditioning day for everything. Honestly, I, I can see it. I can just see by the, some of the, the job titles. A lot of them are not PTs, whatever, but I can just see that that's how most of them work because it's all about mm. chasing that dream. Because I've been there. I've done it myself. You know, I had a job where I finished so early. I could go and do these auditions or I could go and do it. And I tried it myself. So I'm being a bit of a hypocrite, really, because I just love the I, I love the, the thought of being on set and doing something. These guys are obviously after a different direction. Mine was just trying to meet people who I thought were really nice. Then when you meet them, they're all wankers Dave but there you go so yeah but isn't it weird in this kind of age of celebrity I mean it, it's been going on for years now isn't it that was the whole inspiration for the office wasn't it you know that yeah. Brent he just wanted to be a celebrity um the fact that all of this lot are, are wanting that slice of fame Chris, if you want a, a career in TV, go and study fucking film or something. You know, go and actually go to a drama school if you want to be in front of the camera or take film studies if you want to be behind it. Actually fucking learn the craft. <laughs> this lot, they just want to, like, be famous, you know, so that's, you know, reality TV is a way to do that. Yeah. It is, and it's a, and it's like what happened. If you think about it, Dave, the boom in the early two thousands. Look at the revolt of like the X Factor, Britain's Got Talent. You know the proper people, like yeah. you know you'd have people like Liam, Noel Gallagher slating them. You know really slating them. But then all of I think Noel Gallagher's appeared on one of the shows with Simon. You know he's asked him oh, to, really? to come on. Yeah, he's asked him to come as a judge. He's not gone that far. I'm sure he has. Or Liam, one of them's appeared on one of them shows, but. All these proper musicians, like, oh, these fucking wannabes, they go on this show and straight away Simon fucking Cowell elevates them to stardom. And it's like, well, hang on, me and you have done this at such a low level. We were in covers. You were in proper bands, I said. We were in a cover band together, but you were in originals bands. You know how hard that is to get a break. If someone said to you, Dave, now, and or me, me and you, we were still in our covers band, do you want to come and just do a little spot on a show, 30 seconds and, and blah, blah, blah. If, if we thought that would elevate the band... And, and get us somewhere where we want to be or get to some big festivals or whatever. We'd fucking do it. You would do it. So I never, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it with the reality stuff. Like, oh, these Z-listers. But there's a lane. We watch all this stuff. I'm sort of defending them now as well because there's a lane for this stuff. There's a career off the back of it. You get what they're doing. You get that what we're watching is pretty much 90% untrue. But you would, anybody would be silly not to. Someone somewhere's given them a break or someone by chance has seen him. Oasis got seen by my chance that guy from the record company was just there by chance in Scotland and he signed him and the rest is history. Mm. But that was a pure fluke. They were traveling around, but they were cutting the teeth, weren't they? They were being consistent. They were gigging all over the place and that that's the way it happens, Dave. Yeah. It's just, it's one of the Alan McGee found the oasis, but it's, it's just, it's a lane that unfortunately, whatever you think now, it's a career that pays fucking lucratively. Mm. You know, I was gutted. The year before I moved up to Preston, I think, was the year that Oasis supported the Verve, um, <sighs> just just at a little local place. But my mate was telling me about the gig, and basically Oasis were just the support band, and no one was interested at all. Everyone was waiting for the Verve to start, and then they started doing I'm the Walrus to finish off, and everyone was like, fucking hell, this 
this band are all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um yeah, one year. What a fucking unlucky thing. But anyway, um, yeah, so so it is a career, isn't it? But we we go through this with every se- series. We start off with that boyish um childlike enthusiasm that it's all real <laughs> and then slowly you know we keep coming back to that place then slowly the we peel back the layers and it's like oh god this is so fake yeah. <laughs> no one's here for the right reasons um everyone just wants a bit of camera time everyone wants to come out of it like the star gris nikita i am sure will appear on something else won't she you know even though it, it she crashed and burned in that first week pretty much um she'll appear back on something else as well so fair do so yeah dave a million percent she's going to be an ex on the beach a million percent and i reckon ant will probably be on there with her as her ex i've, I've watched that show from the beginning and literally i could talk to some woman in a shop and just say i you know good morning or you know someone drops a bag or drops a piece of out the shopping and literally they'll go these two are exes oh yeah and the, the connections to get them on these shows, Dave, is fucking nonsense. So you, you can literally walk past someone in the street and they go, them two, are they, they're an ex. They've seen each other. They've been on a date. It's so fucking bullshit. She will be on there causing hell, Dave. And that's, that. you know, look, and I'll be watching every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, did anything else from this week catch your eye? I mean, again, I, I'm loving the format. I love the dinner parties when they all get together, when they all go off and have their separate lives. And, you know, you, I, I'm okay with that, but I don't love it. It's when you get the drama at the dinner parties. That's what makes Married at First Sight for me. Yeah, it does. Um, so I love the the fact that we got another, you know, couple of get-togethers this week, and um, yeah, I, 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 it looks like for next week we're going to get a fair bit of drama as well. And we're in that void now, aren't we? We're in that three-day period where it's like Thursday night's finished. Crap, we have to wait till Monday night now. <laughs> oh, no. So although I'm grateful of the break. Um, you know, on one side of my shoulder, on the other side of my shoulder, it's like, God damn it, I want more. Yeah, and I'm with you. I've I've loved this show. I've, it's been a breath of fresh air, to be honest, because we, we said Love Island wasn't one of its best series. There was great bits of drama here and there, but it was it wasn't and it hasn't held up to some of the earlier seasons, but I still watch it, still love it. We we bloody podcast every night about it. we got such a great community watching it with us. Everyone's just like they're fucking fake. That's what it's about, getting the conversation going. But Dave, I have seen so on a brighter note, on Friday, nine o'clock UK time, goggle boxes back, Dave. One of my favorite shows. I cannot wait for that. So so that's the mm. take us that'll take us all the way up to probably Christmas or just after. I love goggle box so much. But that's on, but I have seen Dave, and you're going to absolutely hate me. So we know Love Island Australia is about to drop at some point, but there is Love Island, and all of there is The Bachelor Australia, Dave. I saw a trailer for that yesterday, and I know we're not going to podcast. I him. know, but did you see the guy? Yes. There's a, there's a chance for me, Dave, if I was ever seen. Yeah. I have a go on it. He looked no, like. I don't, I don't want to call the guy out, you know, but... Usually, The Bachelor is a bit of a dish, and The Bachelorette is pretty stunning. Where they've dragged this guy from, I do not know. He looks like a children's TV presenter or something. Yeah, he does. (laughs) But yeah, 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 I'm not doing that. No, we're not, no, 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 no. Anyway, anyway, Dave, big thank you to everyone as always. Thanks, guys. The Facebook page is just 
consistently busy. Everyone's chatting about the various shows. And, and like you say, Dave, you, it's great. Please go on YouTube if you want to watch Married at First Sight UK because they are all there. I've just had a quick blimp while we were doing this day. So brilliant. I know you'd sent a link to some of the guys. So it is readily available. It's not hard to find, guys. Uh, but on, honestly, get over to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast on Facebook. As always, big thanks to Charlene for running that for us. Me and Dave are on there every day anyway, having a chat with everyone. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, at CD Reality Cast, or if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. Big thanks to our friend and friend of the show, Michelle Jordan and BBC Radio Berkshire. And her producer, Catherine, who's moved on, Dave, and she's the one who we deal with all the time. Such a nice lady. And it's been great. We've got a bit of a regular spot at the moment, haven't we, every week? So, so it's... It's going well. It's going well, that. And it's nice to talk to someone else about reality TV. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, thanks to them. Uh, big thanks to our Patreons as well. Patreon.com forward slash reality cast. And as always, here is the roll call of honor. So, thanks for supporting us, guys. We have Lucy, Helen, Charlie, Brianna, Jacqueline, Noreen, Claire, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Ed, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley. Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, everyone, guys. It's still so humbling to see such a long list. I know you might think, oh, here he is again reading them out, but we just feel it's just a bit of respect for you guys who support us, just to, to say you support, and we really, really appreciate it. And everyone and the wider community who supports this show, we love it. No, it's absolutely awesome. And Chris, over the next week, we've got to record our Love Love is Blind uh, reunion kind of Patreon oh, yes. episode. So we, we've watched it, haven't we? But uh, we haven't actually had time to record. So we'll look to do that over the next week. And we've got plenty to say, and I'm sure you have as well about that one. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, my good friend, it's time for the weekend. So you have a good one, mate, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time.